Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with the latest sports news here. He's back. Kareem Hunt has signed on with the Cleveland Browns. Hunt was released by the Kansas City Chiefs in December after a video surface of the running back pushing, pushing and kicking a woman in a Cleveland hotel last February. This one didn't take long. Soon after, Hunt was placed on the commissioner's exempt list after that, but he released a statement today apologizing for the incident again, and he thanked the Browns for the opportunity to play. The NFL Once investigated- again, Cam. <laughs> you called What's, it, buddy. Well, I was going to say. He's back. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told people. Uh, who was it that uh, you should argue with you about this? <laughs> no, uh, I told a lot of people. I was like, he's not. You argued out. with I everybody? Like, Are you kidding me? I said. He's uh, not even like, I said, this is a slap on the wrist. I said, yeah. I'll be right back. You said, how many games did you say? I think you said four. And I said it would be I said probably six. eight. I said eight, eight or a season. So I said they'll right. announce six. And you he and the over-under. Four. But <laughs> I was going to say, though, nobody called this in the media. That's what I was going to say. Listen, it's tough. I don't want to call these guys out, but my whole point is anytime you see something, a rumor in the media, it's too late. It passed like that. The ship yep. sailed. You know what I mean? Like, see, Cleveland didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell Ian Rappaport. They didn't tell Smart. football talk. They don't tell people when they're going to do things, right? You just do it. <laughs> Like very so, smart. That, that's just my whole point. I didn't see this coming at all, though. I didn't. I didn't either. This blind. I never would have guessed the Browns. I never would have no. guessed the Browns. No, I'm putting the lineup together. I see Kareem Hunt sign on, and that's the thing. They still have uh, Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson's probably going to be the odd man out, Gabe. But it's weird. The NFL investigating that situation. They say that's going to end soon, and the ball carrier expected to get a small suspension, as we just mentioned. He's only 23, and the contract is said to be worth about a million dollars after everything's said and done. He's a restricted free agent after 2019. So he actually got a raise. Yeah, he did. And take a look at the numbers on the field, too. 2,151 yards uh, uh, rushing, 15 touchdowns, 79 catches for another, 833, and 10 receiving touchdowns on top of it in two years with Kansas City. So you look at Cleveland, that's an absolute steal. More big news today. Dual sport athlete and Oakland A's first-round pick Kyler Murray says he's in on football, out on baseball. The Heisman Trophy winning quarterback is going to attend the NFL Combine at the end of the month. He is a projected mid-first-round pick in the NFL draft, but he must return $1.29 million of the $1.5 million signing bonus he's already received, and he's got to forfeit $3.16 million that is due on March 1st. The NFL season's going to kick off without the Super Bowl champs. We talked about that. New England Patriots likely out, and it looks like the Bears and Packers are going to open up the NFL's 100th season on Thursday, September 5th. A reigning Super Bowl champ hasn't been omitted since way back in 2006 in that one. So, Patriots, you're out. People are sick of them after the Super Bowl. We get Bears and Packers. Carolina Those Panthers. Low ratings. Low, low, low ratings. ratings. <laughs> that didn't help. No, it didn't. It didn't help at all. Carolina shake it up, but also it helped him shake it up. Uh, people yeah. are just tired of the Patriots, right? I exactly. Mean, they they, they put the Patriots. Team. They put the Packers. Patriots on national TV this year. They better always put them against good teams, right? Like it's got to be excellent point. Like Rams, people have Kansas yeah, City, they have Patriots fatigue. You know, 
I do. I got Patriots fatigue and my wallet's lighter because of them. I don't want to ever see them again, Marenzi. I wish they'd just uh, leave the league, but that's not happening. Carolina signing. (laughs) I hope hope they suck this year. Eric Reed signs a three-year deal with the Panthers. Busy night in the association. New York and Cleveland. Cavs minus one and a half, 209. Yeah, yeah. That's a a real stinker. Washington visits Detroit. Pistons minus five and a half, 224. It gets better, though, Gabe, as I go through it. Charlotte, Indiana. We're getting a little bit warmer. Pacers five, 215 and a half. Brooklyn at Toronto. There we go. Raptors 10, 226 and a half. Milwaukee versus Chicago. That's a bad game. Bucks laying 11 and a half on the road. Total 228 there. Clippers in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, three and a half point favorite. 231 is your over under. Portland and Oklahoma City. The Thunder, 6, 231. And Miami and Denver. Uh, Nuggets, nine and a half, 214 and a half. Gabe, more good news here. The Atlanta Hawks are buying out the contract of Jeremy Lin, and the veteran guard is going to sign on with the Toronto Raptors when he does like sign it. out there. So, yeah, it's a good move. You know, I like pay the a move. lot of money there. Very nice. Nice move for the Raptors. You know, Lynn is a streak scorer, and that's what we talked about on the show. Nick Stoskis from my hometown today he was traded three times last week. He's now uh, signing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He can't find a home. 44 games with Portland, averaging just 6.1 points a game, but he's found a home in Cleveland. Never boring at MSG. The Nick Knicks Stoskis, had to remove him. Uh, yeah, I like I've Nick got Stoskis. A home. But. I've got a home for <laughs> Nick Stoskis. And I like Nick Stoskis, but nice he's kid. arriving now to the point of his career where it's time for him to go to Europe. I agree. You know, like, you can't. Yeah, like yeah. don't be bouncing around the NBA like this. You've been your fourth team of the year. It's pretty clear, bro. Like the writing's on the wall. You're, you're an afterthought. You're always going to yeah. be one of these tagger hanger. He's on. doing I don't cli- know. He, he's doing clinics in my hometown, Gabe. It's already over, and he's a young guy. No, I agree. Go to Europe. That's what I'm saying. Euro like, the writing's you know? on the wall. Go, no, dude, you can make millions. Like he's I know NBA exactly. Guy. He's a good shooter. He'll fit in the European game. He'll make two million a year or something. Like it's not bad. Like it's he's he's got a resume. You know, Michigan NBA like. He could play in the Euro League too. He doesn't have to go play in a scrub. I'm saying he could play yeah. in a top Euro. Good League, shooter. Right? Good shooter. He's got to work on other parts of his game though. But uh, he was better. Or you want to be the guy? Do you always want to be the guy that's signing 10-day contracts? And like, you're not going to hang on. Like, you're a slow white guy that shoots threes. So, you know, <laughs> Europe's your call. Exactly. Head to Europe. We'll talk about the Knicks. The Knicks also having uh, Kevin Durant on their photo ads. Uh, that had they had to take it down, and they might be fine. Stick around. We got these stories and a hell of a lot more. It's me and Gabe Morenci on Red Heat and Rage, betting picks, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned, everybody. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Moretz. You just heard Cam Stewart get us caught up to date. And, you know, quite a bit has happened uh, since I was on the morning after. The morning after today and this morning, you know, we picked up the pieces following the AAF uh, debut. It was a pretty good debut. Uh, good actually. good ratings. Good numbers. Yep. Very good Very ratings. Good. Over three, 3 million. Although... It's you know one thing to be true, Cam. The XFL did pretty good in week one too. Excellent. You know, the point. XFL had like two and a half million people are watching it. Hey. Another thing is these games were on CBS, right? The ones that got three million, um, they're not going to be on CBS anymore. Like the the championship game will be on CBS, but now they go to CBS Sports Network, which not everybody has. Like you know, some people did. So if you have sports packs, you have it. The NFL Network, most people have. 
once again, if you have a sports pack, you've got the NFL Network. But an impressive debut. Um, you know, the quality of football was pretty much what I expected it to be. And it'll only it'll only get better um, as the weeks go on as well, right? I mean, it was their first games, but looks like the odds makers got it right, Cam. They said that Arizona was the best team, and Arizona scored more points than I think the other three uh, games had in mind. <laughs> That's a good, yeah, I know you said it. It's a good start for the league. They're looking good, Gabe. But the one thing is, it's also the the new factor, right? When something's new, people will tune in for the first time. Can they maintain it? Can they still get the numbers? Obviously, they're not going to be that high, but it's a good start for the league. I see a lot of, uh, you know, positives there. And the fact that it's an eight-team league, it's kind of very similar to the CFL. You can make it work. It's not too big. And I think uh, eventually over time, it's going to do well. But, hey, it had better ratings than, a, than a rock. games are perfect uh, length, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they and don't have you. time. They don't really have time to start tanking, like in a sense of where they would get hurt is if it goes on too long. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Like that's honestly, and I love the CFL cam, but that's their problem. Yeah, they milk it, man. 18 regular season games, man. Are you kidding me? Like, come yeah, on, and, dude. It's just and it's too much. Some of the like, quality, like we've seen playoff teams with horrible records and stuff. I'm with you. That's a great. That's a great idea for the CFL. It's a good game, but they shouldn't have that many games. They got to. They got to trim it down. What do you think? 12? 12 to fourteen? No, tops? I think sixteen. Sixteen. So I think a little too. Fourteen. I think fourteen would be. They got greedy. Remember they went to seventeen and then they went to yeah, eighteen. Dumb. It's like guys. It's like what are you gonna do? You gonna go to twenty next? Like less is more. Listen, the NFL wanted to do it, too, because they're greedy, right? Everyone figures, oh, they'll, they'll buy more. They'll buy more. Like, game time decision continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Decisions Ready Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Baranci alongside Cam Stewart. Mike Blewett's in Vegas, and uh, he will be joining us. Uh, I guess, Yang, uh, Mike will call in. He's going to call in on his own, I guess, whenever he's ready to go. Um, I'm assuming about 424. You know what? We'll fire uh, we'll fire off an email uh, to Mike right now. I know he's good to go because he sent me the link to the Kareem uh, Hunt stuff. Um signing which just happened a couple hours ago if you're just right uh, just joining us right now kareem hunt has signed a one-year contract with the cleveland browns for uh, one million dollars um you know it's it's kind of cheap but he was he was making like 700k last year because he's on a rookie deal right so he's making 700k so he actually gets a little bit of a raise out of this i'm surprised he didn't get a little bit more money but i imagine cam they didn't they didn't screw around you know what i mean like when the cleveland browns contacted Kareem Hunt, they took the deal. They didn't say, well, it's only a million dollars. We're going to get other teams. They clearly had a game plan that, listen, if somebody offers us something, you take it. <laughs> like, don't don't become difficult. You take it. Because, look, people are going to forget about this, dude. 
like I said, they'll get bad PR. I haven't even seen any bad PR yet. So they'll get bad PR. Uh, don't forget where he played, right? He's a Toledo Rocket. Toledo, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he'll get a little bad publicity for a day or two here. Once the season starts and he comes back, they get another bad day or two. But they've got themselves a star running back for a million dollars, and now they have a one-two combo of Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunter running back. Yeah, look, I think look at I'm all in on the Browns too. next year, dude. So am I. I'm all, so I'm I'm all in I'm on so this in. team. I knew they were getting better. My problem is every year I'm always we're always one year ahead. Like when I pick a team to do well, they always do well the next year. Always, you know, it's like in, in the draft, you take those rookie players too early. Well, you know what? The Browns are going to happen. Think about it, man. Look at the Steelers' problems. Big Ben's older. Antonio Brown. We don't know what the hell's going to happen with him. Ravens are getting older too. They got a lot of problems. This Cleveland team's going to win that division for fun next year. I'm all in. Well, it'll be a battle. It'll it'll be a battle. I think they'll win. I, I'm betting them. Um, I did a, a FanDuel video. Um, they asked me to pick six six NFL futures to keep your eye on for next year, and I made the Cleveland Browns one of them. Uh, they were 40-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl, but, you know, the AFC, the AF, you know, put it this way, 40-1, to one, they, they can make the playoffs, and, and you've got yourself a nice hedge right out of the gate. But I think the Browns are a playoff team next year, Cam. We've talked about this. Uh, you've, yeah, you've been on the Browns bandwagon a couple of years too early. I mean, they had, they got up to seven wins this year. You know, I, when I talked about the, the Browns and why I like them next year, as you just mentioned, the division that they play in, the Cincinnati Bengals are, are sort of a train wreck right train wreck. now. Yep. They're in rebuild mode. They have a new coach I don't really have a lot of confidence in. Andy Dalton's their quarterbacks. Like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, they don't really have a plan, and, it and, seems, the Bengals. And Driscoll, Driscoll from Louisiana Tech, he's not good enough. Like, they, they started him the last few games. He's not ready. Like, you know, the this is, Cincinnati's, they blow. They got big problems. Well, this this is the last year on Dalton's contract, I believe. Um, he makes so like $20 million a year. Yeah. So it's not like there's teams lining up for him either, right? Like, that's the thing. This could be his last when year. He's a, yeah, what when he's a free agent, it? he'll land somewhere, you know? Really? Now, I got to be honest with you, Gabe. Like, I, I like Andy Dalton and all, but it's not like he's a young kid anymore. And then you have to think, you know, what what, what will Dalton do for your team? Is, is he that game changer anymore? He's kind of more like kind of just like a, a serviceable quarterback, like a guy you could have on the roster. He, he He's not going to get the well, money. He could I become a backup. Yeah, he could. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's not going to get starter money. No way. So right? Like he's, you know, sort of like Joe Flacco. There, there's there's a lot of talk that uh, Joe Flacco might sign with Tampa. Yeah, very well, similar. Tampa's a good fit for him, basically, because they have James Winston. But Jameis Winston's a little flaky and shaky, right? So in case something goes wrong, they need a backup. They're not re-signing uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, uh, you know, Flacco's a guy. But you're right. I mean, Andy Dalton was a nice little run for him monetarily-wise. I mean, he made about $120, $130 million. So his life, his life is set. You know, yeah, I don't see a bunch of teams. There might be a situation here or a situation there where he ends up starting football games again. But you're right. He probably ends up being a backup quarterback, and he's going to have to take a hell of a lot less money. He's not going to make $20 million way, a year. Exactly, way less. But, hey, he, he, he's a guy, he's, if he's smart with his money over the years, he's been making a lot on, on a bad Cincinnati yeah, team. He doesn't yeah. seem he's like got, the type of guy he's got, that blows nah, his money. He doesn't seem like the type of guy to buy, like, exotic furs and jewelry. I think he's going to be okay, Gabe. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he'll have more money than you and I will ever have. <laughs> so, oh, what? Yeah, one year. His new, his new year, his new deal. I'm, I'm praying maybe one day I can get it, but uh, not so much. It comes in slow. <laughs> I like to get Kareem Hunt type of money. To be honest. Yeah. Oh God, honestly, if you offer me Kareem Hunt type of money, I'll, I'll jump through my window right now. I'll do anything you want. 
<laughs> yeah, it's Put funny me in how, a cannon. Put me in a cannon. It's funny how it's all relative in this world, you know? Yeah, it sure is. Sure is. I don't want to get depressing, too, but if you think about it, like when we're older, like just imagine how every how expensive everything will be, too, right? Yeah, I try, I'm trying not to think about that, Gabe. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was kind of thinking about it the other day. I've, the only asset I have is this uh, shitty townhome that I'm in, and I haven't even paid, paid part of it off. And, uh, yeah, I guess after that, you just take the money and, uh, you know, hopefully we ride out into the sunset, brother. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I better do something. I better I better win a 15-game parlay or hit some kind of lottery or do something because, uh, yeah, the pension's, uh, it's a pretty, it's like a pretty empty game. Oh, my pension. Bottom of the well. My pension. It's dry. Is now is going to be uh, <laughs> is going to be a better pick winners pension. That's yeah, exactly. Pension. We're going to be old senior citizens. You know, in the morning we'll go to bingo. We'll try to fleece them for a couple hundred there. Play the board, the ponies. I could just see uh, my senior life. Yes. Well, <laughs> we'll always surviving. know the sports part, and I'm actually hoping as I get older that one day I just sort of like it'll be different. Like when we're you know if we make it, I'm in my 60s and stuff. I can't be able to be screwing around, so I won't be betting five games a night and stuff. I'll have a lock of the day type thing. I'll hit, you know what I mean? And smart. I'll, you know, money management, be smart. Uh, gambling will be legal everywhere by then, too, right? So there'll probably be, like, you know, kiosk at your corner store and stuff. There'll be access to it. So, you know, there'll be ways to make Listen, if you can pick winners, you know what I mean? You can stay alive in this world. <laughs> Very but, true. You know, you can pick winners if, if you're you're disciplined now. Nice start for me with the AAF uh, here. We talked about it all week, actually. I said, you know, these games are going to go under. Three of the four games went under. And I actually jumped on the over last night in the last game because it went all the way down to 45. And I was like, man, Arizona can score. Just because the other teams couldn't score doesn't mean Arizona won't be able to. And Arizona could. Arizona put up 36 points. Uh, a lot of teams did struggle. Uh, Hackenberger got shut out. Cam Memphis got shut out. I don't think their offense is suddenly going to get great either, to be no. honest. So that we'll keep our eye on them. How come every they, time they, we look at Hackenberg, Gabe, he's uh, getting, like, you know what I mean? He's getting benched or something bad's happening. It's been a bad run for Hackenberg, like with the Jets and everything. It's just kind of, kind of feel bad for the guy, to be honest with you. Uh, when I look at, uh, well, he's playing football. Uh, when, when I look at the, uh, I look at the uh, the teams right now, and you look at the power rankings uh, after week one. You know, listen, Arizona came in as the hot shots, literally and figuratively. That's the team. That's the team that everybody uh, was talking about coming in. They were the favorites. There was a little talk about the San Diego fleet, uh, but the odds makers weren't buying it. After, you know, listen, after um, after one week of play, Arizona looked Arizona looked really good. So Arizona came in, ranked number one. I'm not going to take their ranking away, but I got to give credit to Steve Spurrier and the Orlando Apollos. They came to play. They were prepared. They had an explosive, very, very fun offense. They were running a lot of exotic plays, and they clicked. Now, we're not a practice leading into this was that they were very crisp and that they were like, damn, this team's actually pretty good, that the offense is actually, you know, humming along. And Garrett Gilbert was the quarterback, and we had our reservations, but – Playing in the AAF is different than playing in the NFL. And, yep. you know, Hackenberg struggled, but Gilbert uh, Gilbert looked good in this league. Good. So I have to say Arizona and Orlando ranked number one and number two. You know, we were talking about who our favorite team was going to be. Like we said, we had to uh, let it happen organically. And we still don't really technically have a favorite team. But I like the San Antonio Commandos coming in a Saturday night's game. They got it done for me. Got over 27,000, nearly 28,000 people at the Alamo Dome. 
nice nice crowd support. They played uh, pretty good, good on offense good and defense, too. Good spot for football in Texas and San Antonio. Great, great market. Yeah, they don't have a pro team. You know, right, the, uh, the Spurs are on the road for their rodeo trip. It was a great, great situation for them opening up there. All right, quick break. We'll take some of your phone calls. Mike Blewett as well. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Time Decisions, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, I'm Maretzi, Cam Stewart alongside, Mike Blue will join us a little bit later on uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada, I'm not really sure what he's doing in Vegas, I guess we'll find out uh, when, I he, think, when he checks uh, in. I think Kurtz was telling me, I think it's some uh, fantasy industry, industry uh, league for baseball. All right. I think it's like yeah, a baseball that's what I told you last draft week, type right? of thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, I think that's what he said. And he goes down there, and I think uh, Kurtz was telling me, too, that he does this trip. They do their little draft, and then they uh, he bets some futures and then comes home. Kind of like his trip that we do for the NFL, Blue it does for baseball, I think. Very similar. All right, so uh, there's more news. Uh, Jeremy Lin, of course, was picked up by the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Fred Van Fleet's going to be out now for the next uh, three Correct. weeks or so. Yep, thumb injuries out for three weeks, so that works out with uh, Jeremy Lin. Raptors on top of it. <sighs> now, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, Fred Van Fleet, to me, he's okay. He's kind of the weak link, I think, on the Raptors, uh, to be honest. Like, he's the worst guy that plays all the time, in my opinion. You know, but at the same point in time, he does a lot of things for them. He eats minutes for them. And Kyle Lowry's also a guy that's kind of, you know, injured Cam, right? You never know what his back on a nice sure. basis and stuff. I got to tell you, for DFS purposes, Jeremy Lin's going to be worth a look. He's going to get some minutes, bro, with Van Fleet being out. And I hate to say it, but it's caught up pretty quick. Now, having DeLon Wright on the team would be pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Excellent point by you. But you said it. Like, yeah, like, and if you like look, and if you look at Lynn's, the line right up. But you know what, Gabe? And that's the thing. Like, and I look at Lynn's minutes, too. This is the thing that you have to think. So the Atlanta Hawks are rebuilding, right? And then you take a look at his numbers. He's averaging almost like 11 points, three and a half assists, and 2.3 boards. But just that's just over like 19, 20 minutes of action. That's not bad. So, you know what I mean? He's a guy. He's a spark plug. And we know about Lynn. One thing he is, when he's hot, he's got uh, that streaky touch. So, I, I think it's a great move for the Raptors and just getting some depth. And you said it, though. DeLon Wright would have been nice. But, hey, Jeremy Lynn, not so, not so bad. Yeah, no, listen, he's experienced. He's been in the league. He can hit a three. Um, I like the addition, actually. I really do. I mean, we were, you know, they wanted to pick up Wesley David. Well, Wesley Matthews, or a lot of people did. You know, the Raptors could sort of use that guy, especially after losing C.J. Miles uh, as well. So, Lynn, can, Lynn's going to be that guy, man. Lynn's getting an opportunity after all these years in the league. He's getting dropped on a playoff contender, and he's going to get some minutes in the playoffs uh, right now. So, 
Um, so to get you caught up, um, Kareem Hunt is now a member of the Cleveland Browns, although he's still going to get suspended. So they signed him to a one-year deal. Fred Van Fleet is out for the Raptors for three weeks. Uh, they signed Jeremy Lin. AAF does very, very well out of the gate. to get over 3 million viewers. And uh, Major League Baseball pitchers and catchers have reported to some locations. Yep. And Bryce Harper and Machado, still no deal. Latest with Bryce Harper was the San Francisco Giants, and Harper were in talks. Uh, we'll see uh, where that goes. Makes, bring in, uh, makes no sense. Makes no sense to me, Marenzi, but uh, the Giants have one of the worst uh, outfields in baseball, all prospects. Me and George Kurtz talked about it, fourth-ranked team on the, the MLB betting board, and i got to tell you something, it's a rebuild. I wouldn't bring in Harper, but, uh, yeah, they, if they want to put asses in the seats, I guess, but he's not going to help them. They're a bad baseball team. Yeah, they must have done some internal polling yeah. in which they realize it's going to knock, you know, that um, – the ticket sale is going to be bad, you know, if, unless they they get a player. You got to have one player to sell the franchise around, you yeah. know, sell season tickets to meet and greets, you know, put in ads, and it's still when you put no names in yeah. the ads, it's it's tough. I'm surprised though that hard, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm surprised it's taken this long. But let's bring in uh, Clam Chowder right now from uh, Montreal. Clam Chowder, what's up, Chowder? Hey, how we doing, Marvelous Gabriel Marazzi? And what's in the kitchen in the kitty bank? Meow, yeah, the uh, you. How's it in Montreal? You're not frozen. The clam bowl is not all ice. Still water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're expecting a big wallop over thirty centimeters. Wow, another snowstorm, huh? Yeah, we're going to get rocked, yeah, too. Yeah, I, just got an, I just got an advisory alert. Renzi, ice and storm pellets are coming in. Fun. Yeah, it was nice and uh, melting uh, in the weekend, and now we're getting it a uh, uh, Grand Slam style. Hey, Friday night was awesome. The Blushing Brides killed it. And then Saturday at the Brass Monkey in Ottawa, off the hook, and now they're on the eastern coast. Wow, man, 40 years. Well, you're hardcore. What, you went to Ottawa, too, the next day? Hey, no, 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 no traveling for me. I'm just saying, wow, 40 years. And I was bumping in the hallways with these guys and uh, chilling, and now they're fucking all over the place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chad, set, set it out, Chad. He's uh, fired up about this Rolling Stones cover band, Marenzi. Yeah, big he's time. A big Blushing Brides fan. Big, <laughs> sure. big Blushing Brides fan. Did you have the show and, with you on Friday? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of uh, yeah, Ultramont High School uh, yeah, yeah, friends there, man. They turned out a bundle. And also Saturday, big matchup with the Leafs and our Habs. Uh, it was close. Hey, Tavares, wicked shot. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. And I have a wicked uh, tweet out. Uh, yeah. Please plug it. My grands, uh, my uh, niece's uh, son, my sister that passed away, her grandson, is one of the flag barriers on the ice with a camera on his helmet. Good stuff. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, my brother's kid got to do that once, and uh, he lives in Calgary. They did it with That's the That's awesome. Gabe, where they bring out the kids and they get to dance around and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. 
Yeah, it's cool. Oh, gets yeah. The kids, uh, gets the kids involved. And yeah, you know, I went 0 3, my NHL pick Saturday. I lost every game by one goal, two of them in overtime. I had the Canadians over the Leafs, loser. I had the Vegas Golden Knights, loser. Then I had Washington, lost by one to Florida. I can't believe that. 0 3. Hey, Gabe, why do they uh, do it in a tie? Do the losing team get a point also? What, in the NHL? In overtime, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 in overtime, okay. overtime. Shootout. Yeah. That's what me no, and Roots were talking about at Chowder. You should have three shootout. points for a regulation win. You should have three points for a regulation win. Yeah, if you lose in a shootout, you get a point. If you go to overtime, basically no, all you got to do. No, if you're tied after, if you're tied after 60 minutes. If you're tied after 60 minutes, Not in minutes, a shootout. Not in a mean, shootout. Yes. Within, I yes, need. They, they, end, they end the regulation. They go to overtime. And not a shootout. If they lose in that overtime, they get a point. Yeah, they get right. a point. Okay, now and you, then got you get an extra point. point if you win the shootout. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, now you're getting the points. <laughs> I think so... now, you're the point. <laughs> now you're getting the point. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, did you go to the next game? Yeah, yeah, I saw the Knicks Raptors on Saturday. Uh, uh, Chatter, try New York Knicks covered. Ra- New York Knicks covered. Raptors were ten and a twelve and a half point favorites when it was all said and done. The, the Knicks actually don't suck. You know, the Knicks have some. Uh, that no, they Junior is a good young player. You know, DeAndre Jordan gets rebounds. Um, but yeah, you know, the Raptors on the road, Chatter, they go through the motions. Kind of sucks, but that's what they do when they play against these bad teams. But. Raptors are going to be in tough in the playoffs, man. It's not going to be easy. Philadelphia, Milwaukee, both real tough teams this year. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, Yanis, the Greek freak, man, Antetokounmpo, man, yeah, yeah. This guy, I don't know how she does it every night. She gets at, at least, at least over twenty. Yeah, Greek freak's a badass, Chowder. He's a badass. He's a cool dude, too. Like, you know what I mean? A lot yeah, of superstars in Milwaukee. you got to love that guy. Badass. He's a real he's a real dude. Like, remember the time in the convenience? Was it the restaurant where no one knew who he was? He didn't care. He was just going to get his, like, go up and get his own table. Like, he's not a prima donna like half of these other guys. He doesn't call himself the king. He just uh, he just does, he goes about his business. Yeah, they made him wait. Oh, he went yeah. to a golden corral. And he loves it he in like, Milwaukee. Yeah, Small town, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said it on an interview on the uh, ESPN there. What is it? 2020, 50, 50, 60, 60. I don't know any more of the numbers. And she says, I love it in Milwaukee. It's a nice, low-key. Even though it's not a big market, I don't want big market. No, exactly. Exactly. He doesn't mind. He doesn't need to be in a Los Angeles or a New York or even a Toronto for that matter. Like you said, he likes the small market. And it could be up to the Bucks to surround him with players, but they have right now. And uh, the Bucks are a very dangerous, good basketball team. Uh, they are. You know, we'll so I, I great chemistry. Don't have to deal with them, you know, but I agree. <laughs> listen, it's not going to be easy, but the thing is, everyone's going to have to play each other, and you can't play everybody. Right? I mean, hopefully Boston and Philadelphia, you know, hopefully we could get a decent matchup on the way out of this and only really have to play one of these teams, you know, or maybe maybe two of them. But the the, the, the NBA playoffs is going to be off the hook this year. It's going to be great stuff. When do they start, Gabe? In, uh, like, mid-April. 
Oh, wow, man. Right after uh, March Madness. Yeah. Best uh, time of the year. Yeah. Baseball starts, yeah. playoffs. Yeah, it's party time. That's that's when sports right gets wicked. Right after the NHL playoffs, right around the same time. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Chowder. We're going to a break in a minute here, Chowder. Okay. Take us out, Chowder. All right. My was Gabriel Lorenzi wouldn't look at that. Keep the kitty bang filled up or you're going to be crying. Let's have a great week. And... Let's all have a great of my secret sauce. Keep on clam, 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 clam in the bowl, clam chowder ring. Feel the passion. I love you so much. I miss you very much. Rest in peace. Great stuff, Chowder. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time Decisions, Red Heat Parade Radio, continuous fantasy sports radio network. Talking about the NBA playoffs, if the playoffs started today, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks would be the one seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Milwaukee would play the Detroit Pistons. Ooh. Toronto Raptors would get the Charlotte uh, Hornets, or Bobcats, yep. whatever the hell they're called. Um, Pacers, Pacers and the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn could beat the Pacers. That's, that's the thing. That, like that's that's, that's the series you want. You want a piece of like the beat up Pacers right now. That's interesting. Yeah, they might actually. And uh, and this is what I was talking about, Cam, earlier about the teams playing each other and sort of knocking each other out. Philadelphia and Boston would play each other in the first round. That's amazing. That would be great. Exactly. That's They're great. the four. Five, yeah, one of the so powerhouses out. Bye bye. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, you know, you're gonna have to deal with Milwaukee. You're not gonna be able to avoid them. But boom, these two play each other. Then they're out. And then who knows, right? Maybe sometimes being a lower seed is better. You know, if you think about it, Cam, remember it was the Raptors' luck. The Raptors got the one seed, and Cleveland was the eight seed, and they ended up losing to LeBron and kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Raptors lost to Washington when they were a higher seed. Yeah, no, it's weird. Sometimes the higher seed doesn't work out for you. Yeah, no, exactly. Hockey, hockey's not... like that. Hockey's like that. You get you get beat down by the teams that just get in a lot in that sport. It's very different right, in, in the, the West. Field advantage football. Do, do we have uh, Mike Blewett out here shuffling yeah. in the background? Yeah, shuffling. what's up, buddies? How are hey, you hey doing, Mike. Mike. What's happening? So I guess we're at the uh, new format. Yang doesn't tell us. We just sort of guessed that I hear the breathing of the guest, and I'm like, oh, I guess you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Breathe. Yeah. I guess How's that's Vegas, what happens Mike? when uh, your guest is in Vegas. You know, Vegas is Vegas, baby. Where you stand? Yeah, well, you're lighting it up? Or you've been, what's, well, how many hours a night are you sleeping? That's why we'll judge what your Vegas um, is like. Well, I, I came out here 
under the weather. So the first night I was actually a good citizen and I went to bed early, uh, took some NyQuil and uh, got some sleep. Last night was a, a different story. You feel it? Yeah, so you feel it better. So you, yeah. you went out a little bit. So what, what are you doing in Vegas? Are you a baseball draft? It's a, no, no. It's a uh, there's a sports conference out here that uh, I'm attending. So uh, you know, making right. some contacts, meeting some people. So it's kind of vague. Sports stuff. conference. What kind of sports conference? Yeah, sports sports conference. It's called the it's called the National Sports Forum. So there's uh, a variety of people here from teams and leagues and colleges and all that kind of good stuff. So, huh? How come me and Cam weren't told about this? Uh, they don't. Uh, we, we don't get invited anywhere anymore. I mean, it's Vegas, so uh, you can draw your own conclusion as to why you weren't invited here. I I, I could run for mayor of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would win <laughs> versus Oscar Goodman's uh, wife. Yes, yeah, yes, Carol Goodman. She does. She does a good job. She does. She, she does. She does a very good job. So, uh, have you won money down there, Mike? Did you? Uh, what have you bet on down there? Did you play the AAF uh, yet? I have not, uh, but I'm going to hit up the book tonight to see what kind of futures I can get on MLB and NFL. Uh, I played a little bit of blackjack uh, last night. Nothing to cry over uh, or celebrate. So I uh, just kind of grinded it out for a little while. But I'll I'll be. It's rough up the betting book NFL now because you you got to wait a full year, right? Yeah. Pretty much, you're betting this. I mean, we're the longest, but you get a little better odds now, so you can get some. Where, where, what, right. uh, what book you going to? What, where are you? What casino? I'm in the MGM, so yeah. I got some. You know, I, I might, I might check out. Uh, I don't know. What, what would you recommend? Which book would you go to? Well, MGM basically they own the entire corner, right? So yeah, yeah. the Tropic go to the West used to have Cantor, but they sports. don't anymore. Yeah, I would. That's what I. I think it's worth it. Have you ever been to the Westgate before the Superbook? I haven't actually, so I might actually. Yeah, go check it out. As well. Go check it out. Yeah, you, you got to go once. It's yeah. the world's biggest I'll sports book. Yeah, uh, they'll they'll have some nice fat uh, options for futures and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, for futures, I would go to the Westgate. They'll they'll have everything up already, and cool. you know, yeah, like I said, it's the it's the world's biggest sports book too, right? So yeah, at least you know, you check it out. They renovated a couple of years ago. Or last year they renovated. It's pretty pretty nice renovation too. Very nice. Um, so, Kareem Hunt, um, Kareem Hunt. You and I talked about this. Signed. Yeah. yeah, you said he was going to get a raise. I thought he'd get a little more money than a million dollars. Yeah. Like I told Cam, they must have said they, you know, him and his agent said to each other, "Let's not screw around and let's just it. take the first yeah. offer that we get, right, and not come across as difficult, right?" Yep. Yeah, I think I think you had to. I think they had to concede that he was not going to get his actual market value for his ability and that he would just get a reasonable deal with somebody and a prove-it deal. Who, who would sign him long-term when you don't know what the ramifications of his off-field stuff will actually entail? Um, now, there's not charges from that one incident, and he's obviously apologized, but there's another incident that is being investigated, and when there's two incidents, are there three? So I think any team that was going to sign him, and in this case the Browns, um, it, it makes sense with John Dorsey having drafted him. I think he probably knows him a little bit better on a personal basis than uh, some of the other GMs out there, so I, I can see why he's willing to take a chance. And he doesn't have to carry the load. He can be It could be him, Nick Chubb, and Duke Johnson. They have some pretty amazing skill players from an ability standpoint now. 
That's what I was going to say, though, Mike. From a fantasy perspective, you talk about drafts. Like Nick Chubb was a guy that like climbing up the list, and now with Hunt there, that's really got to hurt his uh, his ownership there. That's because uh, this is a, this is a kid. You see his numbers; they're absolutely stellar. Yeah, they, it, it seemed to me to be a very clear cut situation for them going into this year. Now, what does it look like? Are they actually going to split carries down the middle? Do they decide to run the ball? even more when they have this talented would who will be a second year quarterback in Baker, you, you would imagine they, they're going to split it down the middle. Duke Johnson is, is a pass catcher. It, it, it does add a great dynamic to their offense, but certainly from fantasy standpoint, Nick Chubb dynasty owners are just bummed out. No, but we're seeing right now and you look, um, you look at the New England Patriots success. And we always talk about how come people don't copy what the Patriots do more often but you look at the New England Patriots, multiple backs, right? They don't just have that sort of one-one back. Uh, even the Rams, you saw, they wouldn't have made it to the Super Bowl if C.J. Anderson wasn't on the team to to step up and save them. Uh, I don't think you know you can just count on one back. I think you should have a couple of running backs. If you look, I think the Saints actually sort of paved the way for that, showing that both guys can put up big numbers, both guys can live in this system. And I think the running backs themselves don't mind it as much as we would think they would because it prolongs their career, right? It's less hits that they're, they're taking. And it's just fair. less damage that, that, that they're taking. And, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, I could be getting a couple of more carries per game here, but I might get another year or two of my career out of this as well. Yeah, and I think you make a good point about the Patriots where they said Sonny Michelle's just going to be our our 20 to – or our – are carrying the back. He's going to get all. He's going to get the carries. We're not going to really utilize him in the passing game. We'll use James White for that. And when we need when we need a change of pace, we'll bring in Rex Burkhead. So they found a way when everybody was healthy to actually utilize all three guys. So uh, we could see a little something here. I, I guess just for those people that owned Hunt and or uh, Chubb, they're just going to be a little confused until they see how. Uh, everything plays out, but I think they're obviously both uh, will be well-owned and pretty high draft picks. I think your Saints point is spot on, too. Well, and also, teams aren't teams aren't building their, their teams because of fantasy, right? I mean, this this is where we're at. Yeah, it sort of sucks, but the, the, the harder fantasy teams are the better reality teams. You know what I mean? Like the Patriots, yeah. a good example. You don't know who they're going to take. You know, you don't know who yeah. they're going to give it to exactly. Neither does the other team. <laughs> good call, Marenzi. Seahawks are similar, too. They, they switch their running backs almost like week to week. Things change yeah. with them. Not as good as the Patriots. Yeah. Same type of thing. I think we'll start to see more and more of this, actually, uh, where teams will just sort of have two very good backs and and not, you know, and, and not just have that, that one guy that they go all in, that they go all in with. So, uh, Mike, the AAF uh, did start uh, pretty much a, a smash success, actually. It went better than I think they thought it would, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I talked about it last week. Their rollout was a pretty good week. They had a good week of media last week, or at least, you know, CBS pushed the, CBS Sports pushed the hell out of it. The NFL Network did. Uh, the sports books, there was some enthusiasm uh, around it from the betting community. And a lot of times it come out, and people would watch it for the first 10 minutes and go, oh, this sucks. Right? This is terrible. And... And, and change the channel, but they didn't do that. They actually hung in with the game. I think the quick game helps as well. 
Um, you know, the games were pretty fast, man. Yesterday, one of them took like two hours and 20 minutes. That Memphis-Birmingham yeah. game was over. It started at 4, was over at 6.15, 6.20 type of thing. It was lower scoring, it was quick. But it was, it was a quick game. And, uh, you know, pretty nice roll-up, man. They had over 3 million people. They beat the NBA in night one. Yeah, so I think you make two good points. I think the leagues like this can experiment with a few things. Obviously, from a rule standpoint, they're experimenting with a few different things. But also, how can we make this more palatable for television? Everybody loves the NFL, but I think you, I think the three of us would agree that there are times where these games can be interminable. There's too much play stoppage. The, you're, you're getting into three-and-a-half-hour-plus games. So I think anything that can make it a more well-packaged television product can really help. And another thing, Mike, is to to your point, Gabe, I like to hear, like, what's the one beef about football, too? We talk about bad calls and stuff. Referee under the hood, this and that, what's happening? Is there an exchange? There you actually hear the guy going over when when they're – talking about the call, right? You hear it. Oh, get his feet down, da-da-da-da-da. It seems like it's more on the up and up. And I think that's very important to people in today's world with with sports being uh, maligned so much. Yeah, I I think the transparency is uh, another good addition, right? Um, That's I think what these leagues are going to have going for them that the original XFL didn't have is they actually spent some time curating the product and rolling it out when it was ready as opposed to rolling it out because we have a television time slot like they did in the first XFL. Both the XFL that comes out next year and the AAF, we've heard about these leagues for a while. So they did have time to, as I say, curate that product. Well, the XFL, yeah, has really been patient this time out. I mean, they could have rushed out again. They haven't. looks like they're going to try to do it right. Um you know, I, I don't know. I think if you look at Vince McMahon, whether he would be, oh, wow, this league did well, or it's probably probably a benefactor to him that it did well. Because he's probably thinking, hey, listen, if that league did well, then we could do well, uh, too. You know, we'll, we'll see how it, it plays out. You look, this AAF thing sort of is going to have a correlation to the NFL. It's on the NFL network. you got Bill Polian. There's a lot of NFL people involved uh, with it. The XFL is more of its own entity. But XFL had a nice signing last week with Bob Stoops, Mike. Yeah, uh, that surprised me. I don't know about you guys, but I did not. See, it, it obviously, the money must have been talking because I didn't expect Stoops to jump back in in that fashion. I, I thought he had closed the book on his career, but as Bill Parcells once said, coach is coach. And I think he this isn't didn't. as much stress, though. I agree. This, this I agree. isn't coaching not, in a Big 12, right? Like, right. I agree. I, I think he doesn't have to worry about recruiting anymore. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, kids getting in trouble, any of that kind of stuff. I think he can just go there, just do his coaching and uh, be done with it. He was always a guy that was married to having a manageable lifestyle, which is why he never went to the NFL and he coached. Like you read stories about Oklahoma when he was there coaches would take their kids to school and they'd get to the office at 9.30 and they'd go home at 6.30 and eat dinner with their family. He was very dedicated to that. So in this respect, he may be having a more managing lifestyle. That's better than Dabble Sweeney giving steroids to the kids. You guys see that? Oh, sorry. It might have been us that was giving them these things. <laughs> what? Uh, all right. Oh, come on. Hang on. Hang in there, Mike. We'll just do a quick goodbye with Mike on the other side. We'll see what he's betting on tonight uh, in Vegas.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Right, game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Diego Marenzi. Mike Blewett uh, with us from Las Vegas. He's going to go place a couple of bets uh, tonight. So, Mike, what are you uh, what are you thinking about playing? You're talking about NFL futures, uh, Major League yeah. Baseball futures, of course, on the board as well right now. Win totals yeah. will be up over at the Westgate. So, what are you going to be looking at? So, you know, I, I I'll have to figure out exactly what it looks like when I get to Westgate, and I'll I'll tweet out some stuff. Uh, to you guys as well. But, you know, just even looking at the FanDuel Sportsbook future odds right now, just to give you an example, you can get the Chiefs at plus 700, the Pats at plus 750, the Saints at plus 850, and the Rams at plus 900, and the Colts at plus 1500. So you can spread a little bit around on those five teams, and you're going to come out ahead if one Bears? of those five wins. Bears are... Bears? are Plus sixteen hundred. Okay, interesting. So you can just strategically spread it around. I think the Colts are in play next year. Although the Colts have pretty much shown they're going to have to get home home field advantage. They just can't win on the road in the playoffs. They just never do. Totally Um, agree. Totally agree. Yeah, that's the that's the thing with them. They get a bye, they're they're in this thing. You know what I mean? But they they go on the they just they've never done it. I mean, it's been time and time again and. We saw Andrew Luck in that dud, man, in the bad weather in Kansas City. It's going to be something, and I'm going to have a hard time overlooking. He did the same thing against the Patriots years ago uh, in bad weather. So I really think home field advantage is paramount for them. But they are a damn good team. Like, if they do get home field advantage, they will be they will be a tough team. So Major League the Baseball. Problem, Gabe, though, is, the problem, Gabe, though, is that that's a very competitive division now. Yeah. Well, the Texans are I mean, really good again. You're right. They're yeah, not going that's right. They are. The Jags. Jags the Titans had a bad Jags, year. Jags, they went Jags can get back. They they just they just need to figure out their quarterback issues. They they, they overachieved before, but yeah, they still got a good defense. The Titans a had a bad year and they went right. nine and seven. You're right. Exactly. You're right. It seems like the Titans just wake up to nine and seven every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. That's what they are. Uh, eight, eight, nine and seven. We're the Titans. There's a lot of thought that Nick Foles is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars starting quarterback this year. Ooh. We'll hit Very that awesome. on the other side of more. Stay safe, Mike. Enjoy Vegas. Have a good Bye, one. Guys. Thanks. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, Yang. It's a crazy day in uh, the sports world. It didn't take long for Kareem Hunt to get NFL work again. Kareem Hunt has signed on with the Cleveland Browns for one year. Hunt was released by the Chiefs in December after that video surfaced of the ring back pushing and kicking a woman in a Cleveland hotel last February. Soon after that, Hunt was placed on the commissioner's exempt list. Hunt released a statement apologizing for that incident again today, and he thanked the Browns for the opportunity to play. The NFL investigating into the Hunt incident will end very soon, and the running back is expected to get a small suspension. He's 23 years old. The contract's worth just over a million dollars. He becomes a restricted free agent after 2019, so a good new for him with uh with a good season. he better stay out of trouble lots of, though, lots of money this. that's the thing hey buddy like when you they're get a gonna chance get him like hard this, like if he screws oh, around. yeah honestly Morant, like yeah. this is this is basically like this is his life right now if he plays well and doesn't screw up he'll set himself up if he screws yeah, up forgot about it's yeah. very simple it's very it's a very simple yeah. thing so Kareem, yeah there won't be a three lay, strike lay, thing with him they'll you know, be lay two. low like it won't be three lay low yeah exactly two two strikes you're out hunt's numbers don't go out yeah dumb i don't care what you do don't go out yeah. Buddy, I don't like stay. I don't like going out either, man. And bad things can happen when you go out. You know what I mean? You get a couple You're of drinks right. in you. People try to rob you. Right. Stay at home. 2,151 yards, Marenzi. 15 touchdowns. Uh, just running the ball. 79 catches, 833, and 10 touchdowns in two seasons of KC. Wicked numbers. Then we talk about the Browns' backfield. Look at Nick Chubb's numbers in 2018. Nine starts, 10 touchdowns, zero fumbles, 5.2 yards per carry, 996 rushing yards. Good for 10th. What a one-two punch there. Dual sport athlete and Oakland A's first-round draft pick Kyler Murray says he's going to be... Uh, playing football full-time. He's done with baseball. The Heisman Trophy winning quarterback will attend the NFL Combine at the end of the month. He is a projected mid-round first pick. Murray must return $1.29 million of the $1.5 million signing bonus he already received, and he's going to forfeit the $3.16 mil that's due March 1st. So uh, he's all in. Yeah, the NFL season. So I yeah, wonder, we'll did the A's... I wonder, is there some sort of, like, do the A's get any compensation? Like, do they get a Yeah, they do. Well, that's the thing. How does that work? No, actually, they don't get nothing. No, uh, that's funny. I, was, I just read this. Study so they're just shit out of luck. They wasted a ninth yeah. overall pick in the first round. Correct. Draft, think, they get their money back. They get their money back from them. That's it. No pick. Uh, hey, are you <laughs> saying, Marenzi? No pick. No pick. Hey, yeah, the Oakland A's screw job. It's not just the Montreal screw job. FL season without the Patriots on opening day. Good news for us because we were sick of seeing them. Green Bay and Chicago I don't know, but honestly, open up the year. What? Don't draft the starting quarterback in the Oklahoma Sooners as a baseball player. You know what I'm That's saying? Like, good, part of it's on them. You, <laughs> you, know, like. you bring up good points. Like, look, look, think about Russell Wilson all these other guys that played baseball. They were so much better at football. Where they all choose football. That's the thing. And if you're I really, don't know why, really but they do. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of baseball would be less a grind on your body, but he says his passion's football. So no, I'm, not, but I'm not. You know what it I'm is, though, actually? Game. You know what it is, Cam? I'm not going to say they all choose football. Basically, if you're a quarterback, you choose football because there's big money. But there remember, is. like yeah. Jess Amarja, you're a wide receiver. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get hit and yeah. and not make that much when I can be a baseball pitcher. I get it. I get it. And it's another thing, too. He wasn't a baseball pitcher. And another Samarja thing, too, would have been a wicked this. tight end, though. He would have been wicked. Yeah, he's, he's, good, he's a good wide receiver at Notre Dame. Sure was. Yeah, sure he's was. good. He's, he's a pretty good pitcher, too. 
Yeah, he, he's made a lot of a couple money. years. Struck out a lot yeah, of guys. Has. His numbers are pretty bad, but yeah, you know, he's had a serviceable career. You know, take a look at his numbers; are pretty bad, Gabe. But anyway, he's made he's money. made more You're money. <laughs> yeah, he has made money. Those are the sure. only numbers that count. You are right. My bank account numbers tell me that, uh, yes, yes, uh, we should have done something else. Lakers president Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah, he gave tampering, tampering, the word of the day. Uh, we talk about this one with Ben Simmons. Apparently, Ma- Ma- Magic Johnson went up to him and said, hey, let's chat about being a big guard. Like, are you kidding me? This guy's been involved in everything. We talk about it. Worry about your own team, dude. Now the league's investigating whether they uh, took any uh, conversations took place between Simmons and the Lakers, and that would violate NBA rules for uh, collusion there. It's, it's unbelievable stuff. The Lakers are all Always involved. How about he works on Lonzo Ball getting to be a better guy? Yeah. Good point, buddy. The Atlanta Hawks buying out the contract to Jeremy Lin, setting up uh, a move where Lin will go to the Toronto Raptors. He's 30 years old in his ninth season, averaging 10.7, 3.5, and 2.3 in uh, they 20 give us John for Collins the rebuilding too. Hawks. Yeah, we, we'll take John Collins, definitely. <laughs> in 457 career games, Lin has shot 43.6%. Not bad, 348 from three-point land, and is an 81% shooter from the free-throw line. The Raps currently sit one game behind Milwaukee for Eastern Conference supremacy. Hey, Gabe, Phil Mickelson, you talked about money. Well, yeah, he won more today. It uh, rained extended tournament. He got it done. Paul Casey got a three-shot lead. He gagged. Phil Mickelson has now five wins at Pebble Beach. He wrapped it up today. A seven under 65 to, to win the tournament. You got to hand it to this guy, man. He loves money and he looks good. So Phil Mickelson getting it done. We talked about uh, in hockey the Ducks firing Randy Carlisle. GM Bob Murray is going to take over the coaching duties and Murray suggesting Dallas Eakins, who's currently coaching the San Diego Gulls, might be the replacement there. And the Montreal all Canadians have picked up defenseman Nick Thompson from the Kings for a fourth round pick. One good college game tonight. We got Virginia and North Carolina. North Carolina laying one. We'll talk about that game. Huge, huge heavyweights going down in the ACC. I'm Cam Stewart. I'm taking Virginia. I'm, after they screwed me on the weekend, I'm going back. Yeah, we got it. Red Heat and Rage with me and Morenci. Picks, DFS at the sticks, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, level two has begun. Game Time Decisions, Ready for Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci alongside Cam Stewart. Throwing it down. Cam will be throwing it down in person uh, in a couple, in about a week and a half. Cam, I've got my plane. Time ticket. flies, buddy. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, it really does go by fast. It seems like just yesterday we were in the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, going out to dinner with the Prez as well at some point in time. The Although Prez. there's only so many hours in a day. Um, Prez is into uh, coming coming down to the Raptor game. So we'll talk about this, Cam. We might be going you, me, and the Prez to the Raptor game. Oh, that'd be great, man. That'd be great. That's funny. I just got uh, tickets uh, by Zine Vince yeah, I just uh, he'll, came he'll by, by my place. Oh, I hope so, because uh, that would be fantastic Maybe the if the president too. would pay. Oh, that would be... A, <laughs> no, Marenzi, that be would better. be lovely. Yeah, Super Bowl hangover. Last these tickets are cheap. Thanks, Prez. Oh, no, they're not cheap. Yeah, these, they're not cheap. Yeah, and, these, and Vince got me leaf tickets for the Oilers in a couple weeks, too. So uh, very, very happy with that. So that's good. We're going to be all over the place. And uh, other people well, you, are taking care of it, which I like. Yeah, we're going to Leafs and Oilers. See, yeah, Raptor David, tickets yeah, are never cheap anymore. Like, no, Raptor cool. tickets—they're a hotter commodity than Leafs tickets. I can tell you that. People love this team right now. They're—they're they're hot. They're hot now with Gasol here too. Like, yeah, it's hard to get a. Yeah, cheap I'm on the. Uh, 
I'm on the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment like mailing list, and mm-hmm. pretty much every game day, dude, the Leafs play, I get a ma- an email. It'll say Leaf tickets, single tickets available, or Leaf tickets released. I we're not sold out. You know what I mean? And it's not like they have a hard time selling tickets, but they gotta hustle it. They, you know what I mean? They're sending emails out the day of the games and stuff. I never get any Raptor ticket. I never get any Raptor email saying, "Hey, we're trying to sell Raptor tickets." <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I just don't. Like, they're they're sold out the Raptors every freaking game, man. Like, there's a few tickets, like, but pretty much, like, the Raptors are, you know, they're dealing with like 99.9 percent capacity on a nightly basis in that building. And one thing I've noticed though, Cam, this year from afar, I haven't been to a game in Toronto this year, but I've watched quite a few online and on TV, etc. And I've noticed that the crowd at the Raptor games, it's um, it's upscale once again. Yeah, it's We're very le- it's Leaf fanish. Yeah. Beer reps, not kids. The Sprite Zone, it the is. Sprite Zone is not fun with the kids anymore. It's all business prices. Type. Cam, that's they're the problem. The Sprite kids from Scarborough out, man, they can't pay like, like their bar nights, like two hundred bucks, bro. Like I know, well, it's that's ridiculous. like Knicks games, like, the right? Kids can't yes. get in. It's not as loud anymore though now. And you can tell, like I can hear it. I can tell. I can just see all the fat cats sitting there watching. Not- From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yeah, Raptors. Uh, Raptors are Brooklyn Nets uh, tonight at the Air Canada Center. And uh, I'm seeing that uh, Raptors, 10-point uh, favorites right now. It was 10.5, down to 10 uh, right mm-hmm. now, Cam. And I think Brooklyn's the play here tonight. I mean, the uh, the Raptors, Raptors ATS have not been moneymakers. Like, you really got to pick your spots if you're going to bet on the Raptors. And the Raptors play down to the level of competition I saw that. I've seen it all year. I saw it the other night against the Knicks. Like, the Raptors sort of did enough. Like, you know what I mean? They never – they just sort of did enough to win the game. They never really dug down deep. Now, tonight they're back home. I think the Raptors know Brooklyn are pretty good, so I don't think they mail it in against them. But I think the Nets can play with these guys. We've seen them play with these guys. Uh, the Raptors did beat them by, like, 17 or something. I think it was 122-105 the last time they played. But – Brooklyn were in a bad spot that night. I'm not sure. I think D'Angelo Russell might not have played even in that game. So, you know, I'm looking at Brooklyn tonight, Cam, getting the, uh, getting the points tonight against the Raptors. It's a lot of points. I'm not betting the game right now, but I could definitely see you make a case for Brooklyn because, yeah, the Raptors, when they're double-digit favorites, it's a recipe for disaster. That's the thing, Moran. See these guys right now, they're, you know, Vegas loves these guys. And what happens? You get inflated lines, and you're seeing that with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, too. When you think that they're going to be about eight, they're like 11, 11 and a half. And, yeah, things change. It's 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 perception, right? And I, I don't want to lay – the line actually did go down. It opened up at 11, down to 10. But I don't know. I'm not betting on Brooklyn, but I'm definitely not taking Toronto at minus 10. No thanks. I like the college board tonight yeah, I, a little bit more. I'm betting I don't Virginia. mind betting That's against the Raptors, even though the Raptors are my team. I don't mind betting against them because it's 10 points, right? I don't like betting against them like if it's a pick. It's a pick like that. Yeah, even, 
exactly. Yeah, even if I think they're in a bad spot. Look, I thought they were in a bad spot against Philadelphia the other night. I didn't take Philadelphia. I just passed on the game, and I regret. I was wrong I on that game. I was wrong on that that game. I should have taken uh, that was that was one where I said Philadelphia was probably going to win, and the Raptors killed them. So yeah, I was very wrong about that. But you know, the Raptors I, I, they for some reason. Yeah, they play really well against Philly. Uh, you said it though, ATS. You're not getting any value with these guys, Gabe, and it's really hard to pull the trigger. But you're right. Now you have a t- now you have a ten point window. You can do both. You can take Brooklyn to cover. Raptors win by seven or eight. You're feeling great. You make money and your team yeah. still wins. Double double your pleasure. I'll be on. I'll be on the Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Nets tonight, uh, taking the points. We'll be taking the points. So we talk about that big college game. You have the Virginia Cavaliers taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels tonight. Monday night basketball. Um, Virginia, I was on Virginia on Saturday against Duke, and uh, Duke beat him, Cam. Zion Williamson's unbelievable, his kid. And, uh, you know, a little disappointed in Virginia. You and I both said, you know, Virginia this, Virginia that. But if you're able to score on Virginia, Virginia are kind of screwed, dude. We saw that the other night. Virginia scores 71 points, but they still lose. I'll tell you, Gabe, uh, that game really pissed me off. When me and Kurtz did our weekend show, I had a really good college uh College picks. I had. Uh, I know Ohio State on Sunday. Uh, they beat uh, Indiana. That was a tight game, and they won down the stretch there. Things went really well. Uh, had uh, Marquette. I think it was Marquette outright uh, when they were playing. Like a lot of good things happened. But I really, really liked Virginia in that game. I thought they would beat Duke. I thought Duke would get rattled there. But no, they uh, Virginia didn't play a good game. And I think the public is, is going to look at that game and say, you know, is Virginia that good? But I think they're better than North Carolina. The line's also gone up to one. I think Virginia played bad before, but they rebound and beat the Tar Heels tonight. I'll be on Virginia. Points, money line. I'm I'm going back. Hopefully they don't piss me off again. Yeah, I I, I, I can't disagree. I'll take Virginia small. I'll go Virginia small in this game uh, tonight. Uh, one thing, too, listen, Duke beat Virginia. It is what it is. But there's not a lot of teams that are as good as Duke that can do that to Virginia, right? Virginia exactly. are going to be in the mix. They're, they're going to be in the mix. And if anything, we're going to get better value now because the odds will drop. People really just won't believe in Virginia uh, after this. Duke are an interesting team. I mean, Duke should and could win the championship. Zion Williamson is the best player. Uh, Barrett is a really good player. And I'll tell you what, Cam Reddish is starting to play better right now, too. He was sort of the forgotten guy. Cam Reddish is actually probably a top five NBA draft pick, except he was having a hard time adjusting earlier in the year to to Barrett. Barrett shoots so much, and Williamson's dunking all the time. Um, so, and Reddish was a little banged up. He's healthy now. He's starting to fall in, get into a groove. I think he's hit at least three point shots in like three or four or five uh, Duke games in a row right now, actually. So, uh, I think it's four, four or five games in a row. He's hit at least three, anyways. He's nailing three suddenly, this Reddish kid. And he's a good shooter, but he was struggling earlier. Dangerous player makes Duke a really, really dangerous team. You know, you got to wonder, we talk about it whenever you, listen, you've got three kids that could be top five picks in the NBA draft. There's no way that this isn't somewhat of a distraction for them. But if anyone can guide them through it, I would imagine it would be Coach Krzyzewski. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting really scared. Like, I have those Virginia futures, but just watching Duke play and time and time again, I know they have young kids on the team, but they're ready to go. These kids take it to the next level. I'm a little bit worried. Hopefully they get ahead of themselves, and that'll be good news for Virginia in the tournament. But, you know, I got futures on I the Cavaliers. I think Duke are the team I do too. That's kind of the problem. After watching, like they're, they're I watch that game. They're they're just they're so good. Like you, you know, you go into you, you go into Virginia and beat them like that. Like they, that's on the road too. That's scary, scary stuff. So that just proves to me they're already battle tested. They're young kids beyond their years. Very, very. And you said it uh, well, coached Coach K can take these kids. Like these old Duke teams before 
they had weak they had weak links on the team. They had a couple good guys, but uh, not as deep. This is a different Duke team. Like when we look at other teams in the tournament, that's why they lost to teams like Belmont before and VCU. They weren't yeah. the same. This is a different Duke team. They're deeper, better. They have a good chemistry. This team too. Yeah, they they have good they're chemistry. Very, they're dangerous. They like each other. Yeah. They get along with each other. And one bet, I'd that's the thing. Like, to, to it's it. tough. Like, some teams will have talent in college basketball, like star teams. You know, like Kentucky. Kentucky is like a good example. Kentucky will usually have a couple of kids that are going like high NBA draft picks, but they've only been there one year, or they're raw, or yeah, they're really good, but they're going to be better down the road. They're sort of raw. Like these Duke kids. It's tough to deal in college basketball if you've got three top five NBA picks on one team, right? And then you got to hope, all right, they got three top NBA picks, but they're all head shot, they're all head cases, or they're not coached well, or they all take bad shots. No, it's not the case. Like they're all team players, so it's it's frustrating. Like you know, you got to worry about Williamson, and then boom, R.J. Barrett's running around everywhere. Um, you know, just taking shots. He takes a lot of shots. Reddish is hitting threes. They're tough. They're they're, they're not unbeatable. But they're tough. You know a team, like my Michigan Wolverines camp, right? Michigan can play with them. Like Michigan, Michigan will Michigan be able is, to play with they're them. They're gritty. That's what I like about the Big Ten. How do you stop a juggernaut like that? you got to be a tough team. Like you have to be an old school. Like John Beeline's a good coach. You're right. Michigan's a very good team. Nice win over Wisconsin. Uh, it was a very good game this weekend. But, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. Like Duke has we more skill. We can't score enough, though. That's the thing. You're, you guys got to hit everything. It's Duke could outscore yeah. you. It's a problem. Michigan's like if we play Duke, Duke ten Duke. times, they'll beat us. They'll beat us like six or seven out of the ten times. You know, yeah. like we need we need them to have an off night, and we need to be perfect. And listen, Michigan have been all but perfect this year. I mean, they've only lost one game. Um, you know, they they they're mentally tough. We know Beeline's a great tournament coach. They can they they play good defense. Michigan playing D is always going to help you. Michigan are in the mix, but I think you know to me Michigan are one of the more dangerous teams. Like I I still have Virginia up there. Like those are the three, right? Duke, Michigan, Virginia, and Tennessee are ranked number one. But I could see them sort of getting their bubble burst in the tournament earlier, Cam, than than yeah. people would think. I got to be honest with you, though, and and we know this. We've been betting and we've been doing this stuff for a lot of years. What is the number one thing you do when a team becomes number one? You fade them. Uh, Tennessee is yeah. still the number one team. Like they're actually they're you know they're going about their business. They have been they're not covering, worried about. Though, the, but you're right. No, they, they have, but they're winning. The pressure. You're right. They're, that's the thing. A lot of teams wilt and they lose badly. They don't. Uh, not about covering numbers. They lose games outright. I've seen a lot good. of Tennessee this year. I've only watched them a couple times. It's actually funny, Gabe. I didn't get the, to this in the update, but. Uh, uh, this Georgia uh, Bulldog program, they just got this kid, this number five recruit, uh, Anthony Edwards from Atlanta. He's the top shooting guard in America right now, number five overall in the top 100 recruits, and uh, he committed to Georgia today. So he said, I wanted to go to Georgia to play with Tom Crean because, you know, uh, Dwayne Wade, when he went to Marquette, made him a better player. Like, he wasn't supposed to be that as good. And then when he went to the NBA, he became a star. Like, when he was at Marquette, he was good, but he took it to another level. So that's the decision yeah, yeah. he made. Georgia looking good for next year. Interesting, yeah. I saw Tom Green just rip, rip the players the other day, actually, with Georgia players. I like Tom Green. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get to some of your phone calls, 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. Game Time Decisions, Ready for Rage Radio continues.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I don't know what's going on, Cam, but uh, a uh, sports book just pulled the Raptor neck in. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. It's here. All right, uh, well, uh, Cam checks that out. Uh, we'll remind you, you can get a kick-ass bonus over at MyBookie. Uh, at the game, yep. got a gut feeling? No problem. You can bet from anywhere, right. anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting while you're on the go. Check it out uh, today, and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag. Open up an account with the promo code FNTSY. That's FNTSY. And MyBookie will match your deposit up to 1000 freaking dollars, man. Up to 1000 One dime. I got an account. Uh, Great stuff. Great props, too. That's and, MyBookie.ag. Uh, Trump stuff. Utah, oh, yeah. man, it, I, I tell you, lots of fun stuff over there. That's the thing. They do a lot of, a lot of I'm going to go actually go to my bookie right now and see if uh, they got that Raptor line there. See what, uh, promo see what code, F-A-T-S-Y. It's a good book, my bookie, uh, guys, check it out. Oh, it is, yeah, huh? It is very good. Uh, yeah, let me, I'm just going in here now. Let me see here and uh, we'll get to the bottom. It's still on my uh, scores and odds too. It's still listed. So I have no I'll idea. I'll post what it back uh, up at 10 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 10 and a half. They just took it down for a sec. It went back up to ten and a half. It was ten. So ten, ten and a half. Hmm. Yeah. It was eleven. Right, so 11 other NBA down to games ten tonight. to ten and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big NBA game tonight: Portland and Oklahoma City. The Thunder really been hot, Cam. Oklahoma City Thunder are uh, ten and one. Their last eleven basketball games, ten and one straight Paul, up. Paul George is amazing. Like he, that, that's what's the, that's the thing about this league. Like it's always LeBron this and LeBron that. I'm so it's so stupid. Like it, it, like take a look at what Paul George has been doing. Like this guy's an absolute monster for this team, and uh, I like the guy, man. Like yeah, 25 point favorites tonight. You said it, Morency. Very, 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 very good. Very solid and flying under the radar. OKC. Well, you know the the um, the Thunder. So they're 10 and one straight up in their last 11. They're also actually nine and one against the spread in their last 10 games. Their last 10 wins, they're 9-1 against the spread. They're laying 5. Normally, I don't lay 5 here, Cam, but Portland played last night. Um, tough spot for them going back-to-back, even though they are 4-4 four and four, uh, this year straight up and playing back-to-back games. I think uh, Oklahoma City are worth a look here tonight, although their bubble is going to burst one of these nights. But laying 5, big comeback on Saturday against the Houston Rockets. And the Thunder worth a look uh, here tonight. My bookie uh, has the Rap- Raptors at 10, Gabe, not 10 and a half. So still 10. 10, uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's one tonight, the Houston Rockets, Cam. I'm go- I went from not really liking this board to looking. And you know what? I'm kind of in a dog mood tonight here, Cam. Houston Dallas. Rockets are going to beat the Dallas Mavericks. But, yeah, they don't smoke teams, Houston. They're overvalued. And they're 0-5 against the spread their last five home games. 
I was on Dallas yesterday. Doncic in that nice comeback. 11 points seems to be a lot. I, I'm reading your mail. I, uh, I have not bet this game yet, but I'd be hell of a lot. I'd be looking at Dallas. That looks like inflated points to me. I would have made that line seven, seven and a half, eight, not 11. Nah, exactly. Like I said, Houston, they're too beat up. They just don't have the talent. I mean, Houston are good. It's all James Harden, right? They just, they're not deep enough to smoke you by that many points. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Cam, yeah, they're this team. Yeah, they've got talent. They just can't string it together. They're a horrible, 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 horrible uh, road team. They're back home right now. They're laying four to the Clippers. Clippers came back the other night. They were down by 28 to the Celtics. Epic comeback for them. Um, now they're on the road once again at Minnesota. Kind of a tough spot for the Clippers, but it's hard to trust the T-Wolves laying four points, dude, even though it's four. I wouldn't mind taking a look at the over of this game, but it's 232 and a half. It's just too high for me. That is high. Bet every game. Uh, Clippers have been good to me recently. I have no faith in Minnesota. Uh, as you say, Gabe, it's uh, it's crunch time, like little by little, trying to get pluses. The golf didn't really work out with uh, Phil Mickelson winning the tournament. I had pieces of other guys that didn't win. I didn't think Phil could do it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to tread yeah, lightly on the board coming. tonight. Uh, I didn't see it coming either. So it's unbelievable. I bet Paul – it's classic Paul Casey, too. I it's used to weird that in a bad time. weather, Cam, that Phil he won. played great. Know what he's doing now? I'm watching it, Gabe. It's really weird. I watched like every swing of Phil. He's trying to murder the ball now. His his new thing is just swinging it out of his shoes. I don't care where it goes, left, right, whatever. And he gets out of every every hero shot. He just loves to show off. Like he's great at it. Everything's a trick shot. Like he doesn't care. Like uh, you know what I mean? Like it'll come back and bite his it ass. It probably helps that he doesn't care that he's not tense. He's probably just having yeah. fun. He's like whatever. Yeah, I got nothing is. to prove. I'll just go grip it and rip it and wherever it lands, yep. it lands. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. This week it's at Riviera where it's a little bit tighter. That strategy was a little more dangerous with trees. But the thing about Pebble Beach is there's a lot of places you could play it from. You know what I mean? You saw Tony Romo going off the hospitality uh, floor there. Like Even though there's trees, they had major storms in California. People don't understand. When you're watching that tournament, a lot of the big trees have been knocked down by lightning and storms. So mishits are not being penalized. Phil smart, man. That's one thing about Mickelson. He's smarter than other guys out there. He knows where to miss miss the ball and stuff. Like we joke around about the cheating and stuff, but man, that guy's a wily veteran. He knows every trick in the book. Got to hand it to him. He's smart. Uses the rules man, to his advantage. You, you know, it's funny, you know, people praise Tiger for coming close or kind of winning, but Got to give credit to Phil. He's not young, Cam, right? I mean, exactly. how old is Phil right now? He's still playing at a very, very high level. Like, yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's in the mix. Like, up there. like, you can't say, oh, he's got no chance to play with Jason Day. Or he can't beat Speed. He can't. He does. He can beat anybody. He, does. he like, can beat anybody at any time. That's how good Phil Mickelson is. Does, like, does he have another major not, left in him? He might. Where, well, you know where it would be. Right? That's the one. It would on be the two, top, two, right? pla- two places. I think he can get it around without like without length and getting worn out. I think the U.S. Open might be a little bit too long. I think he can win at Augusta, and I think he you know what, and he also can win the British Open. He's got game and like wind and stuff now. He's really worked yeah, on it point. the last yeah. couple of years. You talked about it. And those conditions, look where he won at Pebble Beach. Actually, I'll look for Phil. Like he's very, very smart. Like that's the thing. This tournament this week, we had hailstorms, we had cold weather and rain. Yet he got it done. The guy's for, the guy's born June sixteenth, nineteen seventy. Okay, he's forty eight years old. In under two years, like, two, like one year and a half, he's going to be That's playing on the senior born. tour, dude. This is amazing. Nineteen seventy. What? Uh, nineteen seventy. So you're Phil Mickelson. This yeah, guy's getting I'm around and beating kids out there. You got to be. A, I wish we were Phil Mickelson's bank account, but man, this guy's on fire. <laughs> forty eight years old. Holy jeez, man. 
The guy's won top of my 45, 45 events. Like, are you kidding me? God. I was going to say, off the top of my head, Cam, Riviera. I'm like, isn't there one guy that always wins at Riviera every couple of years? And and there is. His name is Bubba Watson. So 2014, yeah, Bubba, Bubba, well Bubba Watson. 2016, Bubba Watson. Good call, Marenzi. So Good call. Yeah. He's gone. He's won here every second year. But he'd be coming off not not a win. Like he, you see, it's crazy. He's won every two years. He won in 2014. He won in 2016. And he won in 2018 here. Dustin Johnson won in 2017. James Hahn won one. in 2015. So now we're in the 2019. Um, Bubba's got to be on the radar here, Cam. I mean, the guy clearly likes this course. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. It's going to be a wicked tournament. Tiger Woods is back this week, too. Phil Mickelson, I see story. He can't wait to play Riviera now. He's he, He's found his game. Bubba Watson plays well. He hasn't really done anything this year, but Bubba Watson has the type of game to come out of nowhere. He doesn't need form. He'll just show up. It's going to be crazy. Freddie Couples from the seniors, he's playing Riviera. Like, Riviera is one of those beautiful golf courses that's just, like, the pros love it. It's just a beautiful – it's no frills. It's just good golf. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really nice tournament. It's actually – I'm more I'm looking more, more forward to this tournament. I didn't like the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. This I is where all the stars I, I, play in L.A. Yes, exactly. You're absolutely correct. No, I know the there's Bel Air and there's, diff, there's different yeah. courses, but this but course, Riviera. the Riviera – this is sort of old school celebrity course. Like that's where like yep. a lot of blow and a lot of deals cab. Like movie deals have been cut on this course and stuff. Like literally and figuratively. And in fact, you remember Brandon Lang, the handicapper, and they made the movie Two for the Money, right? Uh, with Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. Um, so Brandon Lang actually was a caddy here at the Riviera. And uh, Rene Russo, the actress, Rene Russo. Rene Russo's husband, I, don't, I always forget the name of the husband. It's not like Brockenheimer, but it's one of the sort of, oh, yeah, that guy. Like Hollywood he's done a million movies and Yeah, yeah, he's done a million successful sort of, I think he did Lethal Weapon movies, and you know what I mean? So he's done big movies, and he played golf all the time, him and Rene Russo. And Brandon Lang was their caddy. And uh, Buddy used to, like, Buddy bet on sports a bit, and Brandon Lang was also a handicapper and bet. So Lang was like, yeah, yeah, I like the Cowboys this week, and boom. And then Lang sort of told him the life story about betting and the handicapping business. Next thing you knew, they're like, why don't we meet for dinner and stuff? And then, boom, movie was made. Like, he went from being a caddy at Riviera to Matthew McConaughey playing him in a movie, all because Rene Russo, he was her personal caddy. Like, when she went to the club, basically, she liked him, or her and her husband liked this guy, Brandon. So he was usually their caddy, and boom, he got a movie deal out of it. Pretty crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, no, I love Riviera. It's old classic golf. I don't have to see some like rich old guy from some telecom network, you know, on Saturday watching the golf tournament. You really, you really changed my opinion of it, Gabe. Like the more I watch it this weekend, I'm like, why am I watching this idiot guy like for with a four foot foot putt? I don't care. And it made it worse with all the delays. Like you know what I mean. So you got think about this. You're you're a professional golfer, and and obviously the amateurs aren't that good. When you're in a delay, it's twice or three times as bad. These guys can't play quick. They're bad. You know what I mean? They're spraying it all over the place. Imagine just being a pro like, pick player, up, Cam, pick up you're the out ball. there. I know. 
There's like, I'll be a nice guy to cold everybody. And stuff, but, and you're waiting, no, you're waiting like, for some VP of AT&T to shoot. You know, it's like, dude, Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, no, Chuck, Chuck's in the woods again. Damn it. Like, what are we going to do? You know, the guy's hit, hitting neighbors' houses and stuff. Like, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not down with these pro-am tournaments. I don't care about Ray Romano, what he's doing or whatever. It's the same guys every year, Bill Murray, the same jokes. They got to do something with that. It needs well, to change. Well, if you do this, Cam, it's an old boy's me, what I would do, listen, I don't run golf and, you know, my opinion's kind of irrelevant in this, but it, I know they changed the schedule around. But I'm saying, Cam, something like this to me, that should be around Christmas. In the silly that season, should be yes, like, with the, with the yes. loser tournament. We're like in the, the silly Sanders. season now. Like, yeah, you start yeah, getting real go. now and stuff. You know what I mean? The thing is, the course you is have so that, good. Yeah, Christmas, New Year's Eve, like January, right around You're the right. bowls. Don't everyone, do it at Pebble everyone, Beach. Everyone, a little holiday. Don't do yeah. it at Pebble don't do it at Pebble Beach either. It's too nice of a course. Like, going down to some course in, like, Arkansas or something like that. You know, where they can all dick around. I mean, there's a place with you. There's a place for it, but you're right. At this time of the year, I don't know. We just came off the Super Bowl and stuff. You want elite sports. I'm not looking to see some dude from AT&T golf. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Seems like we're in the uh, the late 60s, uh, 70s classic rock uh, playlist today, Yank. Well, Just I'm going to the place that's best. Yeah. Not bad. I don't mind it. A little psychedelia. So I think the first song we played was like Van Halen or something. The first song yeah. on the way out. And- We've retroactively gotten more retro as the show has gone on. Very true. We started and just went, the decades just went down. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be in the 40s soon here. (laughs) Pretty soon. Chuck Berry, hold hold on. The music's like the weather. (laughs) Uh, So we were talking earlier about the NBA playoffs and uh, what what the playoff matchups would be. Uh, Milwaukee versus Detroit, Toronto versus Charlotte. Um, although that's subject to change, essentially. I, you know, basically either um, either Milwaukee or Toronto will be the one seed. Philadelphia are like four or five games back of that. I don't yeah. see that changing. So Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee holds Toronto. the tiebreaker, too. Milwaukee, the Bucks got the tiebreaker. Yeah. I could see Milwaukee, though. I think Milwaukee might be playing a little over their head, Cam. I think the Raptors are playing at a level. Milwaukee been pretty hot. I think they'll, they'll be a little bit of a stumble here for Milwaukee. Along the way, I think the Raptors probably end up the one seed, but either way, one or two, it doesn't really matter, to be honest. Raptors have already been every freaking seed in the playoffs, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. That's true. they win, like, in the playoffs. They've been to one seed, they've been to three seed, they've been to five seed, you name it. So, it doesn't really matter at this point, to me at least. Uh, Milwaukee, Detroit, because even the 2-7 matchup, or 1-8, whatever, man. Raptors get Detroit, fine. They'll, they'll smoke them. They get Charlotte, they'll smoke them. What difference does it make, right? Uh, Indiana, Brooklyn, that would be a battle, that one. That, that would be a battle. A yeah, I, that'll go seven games. That, that would be a freaking battle, Indiana and Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn could beat them. 
Philadelphia and Boston would be a great series. Just those two cities are big rivals. It's the perfect, it's perfect for Milwaukee and Toronto game. Beat each other oh, up. Really just get beat each other up for the next round. Like they, the Raptors have been in that position before. They've had a long series and then they got knocked out. It's nice. Just take take each other down and uh, that'd be fantastic. That would be alt, uh, optimum if those teams played. You know what though? It probably doesn't happen in the end, Cam. I think it's wishful. It's not going to happen. No, no. Today, still today's going to be very different left. tomorrow. Exactly. We're not at the All Star yeah. break yet. That's this weekend. So there's a lot of basketball yeah. left. Well, we're we're getting there. It's weird. The All Star break's kind of late this year, Cam. Because look, they play 81 games, uh, 82 games. Excuse, 82 games, and we're already into like game 56 and 57 and 58 yep. for some teams. The All Star break's weird this year. It's kind of late, actually. Like in context, where they feels are that in way. Season. It's like we're not at that. We're not at the halfway point. Like the halfway point's 41. Like the Raptors have played 57 games. After tonight, 58. Like, they've got 24 games left, bro. I mean, like, the All-Star break's a little late this year. Um, I think because just the Super Bowl was last weekend and the way things – they should have had the All-Star break this this past weekend, in my opinion. But anyway, mm-hmm. they didn't. It is what it is. So I'm just saying the Pacers are a three-seed right now. And without Victor Oladipo, they're not going to be able to maintain this. They're done. They're going to fall. I agree. Yeah, they're going to fall. Like, they're not going to fall out of the playoffs, but they're going to fall from the three-seed. So Philadelphia will be the ones to inherit that. And then Boston probably goes to the four. So Indiana will probably fall to the five. So you'd have they Boston, fall Indiana, to six. and then it would be the Sixers. Sixers versus Brooklyn, which would still be a battle. I think Brooklyn could battle with Philadelphia, but it would be tough. They'll get it done. They'll get it done. Yep. That'd be a crazy Funny, atmosphere, watching, though, in Brooklyn, Cam. Imagine that, Sixers and Nets in the playoffs. Oh, that'd be pretty raucous. <laughs> that'd be great. It's funny. I'm just watching uh, the NFL Network. They have Cleveland Browns uh, GM talking about the Kareem Hunt signing right now. So, say so he's, uh, you know, apologetic to them, ready to go. And you're getting a running back like that game, too, for uh, a million bucks. Seems like a steal to me. And then he's going to, if he stays out of trouble, he's going to make a fortune. It's, it's all about yeah, that Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how much of a PR hit are they really going to take, too? It doesn't look very bad at all. Guys just talking about it, right? There's guys who have done worse stuff. You talked about it. It's not, we're not advocating this stuff. I think, you know what I mean? Like, but we also know the context of the situation. This person could have been like, you know, uh, pestering him. Who knows what she did to him, too? You know what I mean? I'm not, I, I, I say you don't. No, you she don't was yelling racial crap. But she, she was, was like, she was, belli- she was belligerent. It, yeah. She was drunk, belligerent, yeah. and rude, and all sorts of stuff. You walk, the best thing you do in those situations, you walk away. That's the best thing you could do. But, you know, he'll know next time. If you're ever in a situation like that, you walk away. You don't, uh, you don't. Yeah, yeah. You don't Wasn't retaliate. a career killer for him. And one thing no. to Browns, too, what it tells you is I'd like to know more behind it. But, number one, like I said earlier, he probably took the first offer here. Like, I doubt there were other teams. I think he probably took the first offer and said, you know what, screw it. You know, like, another thing is he's from Ohio. You know what's crazy? Yeah. The incident happened in Ohio. It happened in, in Cleveland. In, in a Cleveland hotel, yes. So think of the irony of that. Not only does he, yeah, like, I know. It's, it's weird. Like that, it, it, it actually he signs with the team in the city that this actually happened in. But another thing is, Cam, them doing this now. It's not exactly high season right now. It's a pretty good PR move. Like you drop this. The only thing better would would have been they'd done a Sunday afternoon. Like this is still just as good. It's Monday afternoon. It's off season. It's going to be this story will be done. People will talk about it tomorrow. Like we'll be on this on the morning show tomorrow, and everyone else will be. All the shows will be on this tomorrow. 
by uh, by Wednesday, it's gone. By exactly. Wednesday, it's gone. And then, oh, what do you? Oh, he's on the Cleveland Browns. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't hear it. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if the story builds up more, like pretty smart move by Cleveland. Just get it out of the way. He's on the team. It is what it is. <laughs> Another thing too is you have to think about this. So the incident happens in Cleveland, right? All the people around it. The Browns obviously did their due their due diligence with the. I know Blewett talked about the other instances. Do you think they'd sign sign this guy on if it was going to be a a career uh, you know nightmare for them, Gabe? Like obviously you. That's a great point you bring up. It's in the city. It happened in a Cleveland hotel. You were signed by the Cleveland Browns. You went to school at Toledo, you know. So. To me, it kind of makes sense. Like, obviously, the Browns, I don't think they got their heads in their asses. They're like, listen, we got a good running back with Nick Chubb for a year. He does well. We'll see We'll, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Brilliant. And we've all done stupid things when drinking, too, right? So. Yeah, that's right. <coughs> you know. I've never pushed and kick a chick in a hallway in a motel, but. No, exactly. You never do. I never do. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It happens, you know? Sometimes you go squirrely. You just, uh, yeah, if a chick's getting in your face, you walk the other way. That's just the let, lesson learned for him yeah, for next time. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Know what it is? Basically, don't take the bait. When you're a professional athlete, don't take the bait. Walk away. And, and basically, yeah, they'll tell him too, obviously. You got to stay out of the news before the year starts. <laughs> Great point. Yeah, no, here's another like, thing. I would like, put, I I put that in doing. the contract that if, if yeah, something yeah, yeah. comes up, you, the contract's void. You know what I mean? Like, here's, if you here's, do yeah, here it is. In two weeks, we don't have your back. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. Here's stipulations. We don't want to see you drunk in a Cleveland bar. Da, 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 da. Like, there's all sorts of bullet bullet points and notes. And, I, and if you do any of these things, we're done. Like, it's very simple. You stay at home, you relax, you do not go in public and drink. Because it is true. It's sort of like, like Elliot, you and I, I don't like Elliot. You know that. You're not a big fan of him either. And I think the kid is an idiot. But, yeah, and like I said, like, you know, he didn't really deserve to get suspended. He didn't do anything. But at the same point in time, Cam, he kept going out all the time, right? And he kept putting himself in these spots where it looked bad. It was like, wow, he didn't punch the guy, but his buddy did. And it was like, wow, he didn't do this, but he was there. And... You know, it was it was constant. Remember, like, you know, you're being investigated for potentially, you know, this chick misconduct. And then there you were, like, at a strip club, grabbing chicks, like, on people taking pictures and stuff. It It's yeah. a bad look. It's a bad perception, right? So it's just better if you're Kareem Hunt, like you said. You just tell the kid, listen, don't go out. You know what I mean? We don't want to see you. Don't go out to some club. Because another thing is, too, you're going to be a target, bro. Right? You're going to go exactly. out. People are going to mouth off at you. Oh, you're this, you're that. Guys are going to mouth off at you. Women could, like, get, you know what I mean? Something back can happen. Like, he well, really. People do this, Gabe, people enough, do this yeah. for a living. You, I've talked to people. Like, I, my buddy works, like, insurance. You know, like, the guy, uh, oh, uh, I, I, I slipped on ice for the second time trying to, you know, get a couple hundred thousand dollars out of a company and stuff like that. There are people who are professional, not just uh, grifters and, you know, uh, panhandlers. There are people that look around to, to do these things as a source of income. You know what I mean? How do I screw another person? How do I get an easy lawsuit? And this guy with his temper, you know what I mean? You said it, man. Stay away from, like, nobody. Don't just, you know, be, be a turtle. Hide in your shell. You come out and play on Sundays. You know, you do your thing. Stay clean. And then uh, good things will happen for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're, you said it. There's going to be a lot of very, very bad people looking for a quick uh, paycheck that are going to be all over this guy. But from a football standpoint, as we talked about, the Cleveland Browns, uh, definitely a dangerous team, man. You look at their offense that they had. It was already pretty lethal last year with Baker Mayfield as a rookie. Um, so Baker Mayfield's only going to get better. Um, they're going to get some wide receiver help in there too. You got a, a great running back situation now. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Nick Chubb. 
Um, the kid out of Florida stayed out of trouble. He actually looked good. You know, he made some mistakes along the way, some on the field. Oh, Callaway? The ball yeah, was Callaway. Callaway, yeah. Yeah. But he stayed out of trouble, and he, uh, he played well, right? He did play like, well. Like, for a rookie wide receiver, he looked pretty good. So, I think Callaway... Callaway will be pretty good, but he's always going to be a question mark whether he's going to do something stupid. Um, they got you know they have a good tight end and not no Joku kid. Um, yeah. You know they 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 their their defense is talented. There's not a lot not to like about this Cleveland Brown team. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And you, you but it's what we talked about. It's not going to be simple. People think you're going to jump on it now. The books that their their win total is going to be at worst probably eight and a half now. Yeah, they now know it's what that division too. Yeah, now, yeah, now probably nine. Hunt, it's going to be even higher. Probably like, yeah, it'll be like eight and a half, nine. That's that's what it's going to be at. People aren't stupid, you know. They they understand this team's getting better. Good young defense. You add Hunt to the mix. Another year for Mayfield. Mm. Things are starting to really uh, come together. This team might not be a joke uh, very much longer. No, very very dangerous. The Ravens will still be good too. The Ravens are good yeah. every year. They are what they are. They're not great, yeah. but they're good. You know. And then you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who. You know, you got to believe eventually you're going to really, really hit a wall. I got to I mean, be look, honest. They didn't make the playoffs this year, so I'm concerned about the Ravens because Lamar Jackson. Now you have a year under the belt. We saw the game against San Diego. It is one game, but obviously he was so scared to throw in the wind when the conditions were there. Teams are going to get smarter. They have more tape on them. Uh, he he has to find out a way to throw the ball better, or it could be an absolute train wreck. We talked about what happened with RG three the third and, and other running quarterbacks. Short shelf life, like he's got to be a more accurate passer, or it's going to be it's not going to be good for the Ravens. They'll take a significant uh, hit and decline. I think. No, you're right. I I get it. I get it. But I have confidence that he's going to work on his passing game. Yeah. They're, you know, right. they're, they're going to, they'll be QB cans. He's going to work on it. He's going to work on it. He's going to have to. works out. <laughs> yeah, he's, exactly. He's going to have to. Yeah, no, true. He's, he's going to have to. But you're, I hear what you're saying. The, I think, though, he was very, very raw. The, the plan really wasn't yeah. to have him start now anyways, and it was sort of accelerated. I think there's a big difference, too, Cam. Like, that was the thing with Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen looked okay earlier in the year. Like, he showed flashes where he'd make a play, and it'd be other times where it was like, all right, this kid needs a lot of work, man. This, this kid needs to get a lot of playing time. And he got hurt in that Houston game. And he was out for, like, eight weeks or whatever. He was a completely different guy when he came back in. And yeah, I remember McDermott ready, yeah. said, they said, they said in practice, man, they said, he's really picking up a lot. And McDermott even said, he said it was unbelievable. Like, he watches stuff on the sidelines now. He just gets it more. And what I'm saying, Cam, was almost like he had two years last year. He had his little rookie season in the first six weeks, and then he had a second season when he came back, right? Like that time, that little, that six weeks or whatever of him not having pressure. Look, same thing with Darnold, bro, remember? And what did I tell you? What did we say? I said, I don't think Darnold's really all that hurt. I think he could play, yeah. but I think they just want to sit Smart. him down so he can take a look at things. Just say, look, this is what you were doing. You know, you're, you're not a bust, but this is what you're doing. Look at here. Now look at what McCown does. And he look, you know. And then what happened when Darnold came back yeah, in the last few weeks? He was better. He was freaking yeah, sharp. He was good. Remember, he was better. He was better. Excellent point. So I think both these guys now with extended months and watching tape, and they're just getting, they know what to expect in the NFL. They're going to be more comfortable. And I think it'll be the same for Lamar Jackson as well. But Josh Allen's going to be someone that's going to be exciting next year. 
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I just tweeted out that, that video, that dumb chick in, uh, in yeah. Toronto throwing a, a, uh, throwing a chair off of a high-rise condo balcony. Yeah. Looks Good like work. it's a lot right of the highway. too. Yeah, right onto yeah, the highway. She's lucky to go windshield. the windshield. She's going to go to Donacy. She'll get punished for that. They got her right on camera, Gabe. She's a moron. And, uh, yeah, you think that's funny, people, your little YouTube videos? Yeah, try try, try saying it's funny when that chair goes through a windshield, give somebody a heart attack, and they drive it off the road and cause, like, a 20-car accident, you stupid moron. Like, honestly, that's, that's Dude, your fun, in, throwing chairs? It happened in Montreal. But you it happened in Montreal, man. Some some teenagers, they threw a TV off, like, a um, an overpass like a bridge? on the highway. Yeah. Yeah, it went right through somebody's yeah, car. It, it went through, went through the windshield, and it killed killed a pregnant yeah. woman. Great. Yeah. They put the kids in jail. Yeah, yeah the kids went yeah, to jail. As well they should. Uh, as well they should. This chick won't shield. She might not get jail time because it didn't do anything, but you can tell get, this chick be weekends. She, She's a moron. Yeah, you could tell she was partying all night, all wasted in the morning yeah. here, whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Like, yep. Yeah, like, I see now, yeah, Toronto Police Water Identified. Yeah, they'll find her. They'll it's find out what building it is. Yeah, that's hard. reckless endangerment. No, no, obviously they'll be able to. Uh, they'll be able to get her. Man, there's a lot of stupid people in this world. You said it, buddy. You know what's not stupid, Gabe? The DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf. These guys are winners. 2019 Premium Fantasy Golf Tools, lineup lineup optimizer, custom settings, advanced groupings, customizable projections for this week. Uh, going to be a great tournament at Riviera on FanDuel and DraftKings. Ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three-ball betting tools as well. Go to DailyRoto.com. You click on Grow, Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter the promo code GOLF19 for a 10 percent discount that's dailyroto.com click on go premium click on golf and enter the promo code golf 19 for a special 10 percent discount this week riviera we pick up the can't pieces, wait uh following yeah i won one of my golf matchups one of the other ones i didn't cam you know i was like oh how did i do my other matchup my other matchup was tony now versus phil mickelson i didn't win that one <laughs> no, i didn't win that one either i think i had a matchup against phil too i lost Hey, got to hand it to Phil, man. One. 48, going strong. Yeah, I won. I, I, I did okay with my matchups. I split, but no money with the with the six packs or anything. We didn't have Phil. That's the problem. <laughs> Phil. All right, we're doing some DFS <laughs> on the other side.